Wow, we made it. The third and final episode of our deep dive in the principles behind the Agile Manifesto. We conclude our series here with principles 9, 10, 11, and 12, diving deep into the Agile Manifesto principles, helping you be more agile on the next episode of The Agile Within. Welcome to the podcast that challenges you from the inside. Come be more and discover the Agile Within. And now here's your host, Greg Miller. Welcome, welcome to another episode, another great day. I'm very excited. I'm having a great day. It's a beautiful sunny day here in my area of the world. Even though we're in the middle of the pandemic, I have a lot to be grateful for. I'm grateful for everyone who's listening right now to this show. Thankful for your support. Lots of people out there giving me some good feedback. I have a lot of great shows lined up over the next couple months. A lot of people want to be on the show, talking agile, about being agile, applying to your life, applying to your work. Very excited about that. So keep listening. We have a lot of great shows lined up, a lot of guests. I don't prefer to talk to myself here, talk by myself rather. I enjoy talking to you. I do enjoy having people on though, interacting, engaging with people. That's the idea. So I will be having lots more guests on lately. A lot of great shows. Speaking of great shows, today is a great show. As always, I hope it's always a great show. I think it is. Today is part three of our continuous dive into the principles behind the Agile Manifesto. We've been doing, we did two episodes. The first one was on the first four principles. Second one was on the second four principles. And this is part three, the final four principles, principles 9, 10, 11, and 12 in the Agile Manifesto. So I've been going over, if you've been listening or if you're new, I've been reading each principle and then diving into what I think they mean, hopefully giving you some things to think about and uh, think about what you think they mean. As I mentioned on the previous two episodes, I used to teach Agile class at a company. We would teach the Agile Manifesto, the values, the principles, and then dive into Scrum. The first class was a basic class, and I also taught a more advanced class where we dove into Scrum more, Kanban. A little bit of XP. So 
in that class, this is how the, I got this idea. In that class, I would take each one of the principles and give it to a member of the class. If there was a lot of members, we would uh, team them up in, in pairs or what have you. And each person, each pair would get, would get to pick uh, a principle and they would do a couple things with it. They would read it and talk amongst themselves or try to understand what they think it means. And then they would try to uh, have a conversation if they were paired about whether or not they were currently applying this, following this at their company and their current role. And then if not, how they think they could take this back and start implementing it. So those three things there. And I found that by starting with the Agile principles, gave a good base for what was to come because the values, the principles, I believe in places that I've been, places of employment, often overlooked, maybe mentioned briefly, but not really a lot of time spent on it. More the processes, and that's fine, but they both go together. Uh, If you're new to Agile or if you've been in it for a while, if you're not doing both, the behavior changes, the mindset, and the processes, you're not really doing agile. You're what Scrum would say, Scrum bot. We do this, but we don't do that. Well, we do this, but we don't do that, that type thing. So this might be uh, agile, but. So, and this is what this show is all about, being agile, giving you a base, giving you a foundation to go forward in whatever form of agile you uh, end up with at a company. Scrum is the most popular. Kanban, XP, those are the top ones out there that, that most people do. When you go into scaling, you get into safe, you get into Scrum at scale, Nexus from Scrum, less, things like that. So we'll continue on. So I'll just read each one and we'll dive into it. So here we go. Principle number nine, continuous attention to technical excellence and good design enhances agility. So this is very important. This, these, these, the couple in here talk about, uh, are going to go on some, some technical aspects. So this one, continuous attention to the technical excellence. Yes, that, that means that we have architectures. We have dev team members who are intelligent. They're the ones doing the coding. And they're the ones that must continually pay attention to technical excellence, unit tests, things like that, what have you. Quality. We want to always get better. And good design enhances agility. So the word continuous there is, it's not just one and done. It's we're, we're constantly striving to get better. Constantly having our attention, the word attention is there, focus on good design enhances our agility. Constantly getting better, looking to improvement, relentless improvement, continuous improvement. That's all about agile. Making things better. Number 10, this is my favorite. Simplicity, the art of maximizing the amount of work not done is essential. I'm going to say it again. 
Simplicity, the art of maximizing the amount of work not done, is essential. I've always loved this one. I think it's very important. I said it twice. I can't say it enough. Simple. Keep it simple. Keep everything simple. We work in a complex environment. We do complex work. We want to try to simplify that. That's why we do small slices. But this one is saying the art, the art, saying it's an art, and it is. I truly believe it because if it wasn't an art, a lot of people would be doing it. A lot of companies are not mastering this art. And you have to get, how do you get good at an art? You continue doing it over and over again until you get good at it. Then you continue to get better and better at it. Strive to get better. Maximize the amount of work not done. Not done. So what that says to me, we have to say no to things. I'm in a current role where company is having trouble saying no to things because you're used to doing multitasking. This goes into multitasking. Listen to my episode with Aaron Davis on multitasking. Big no-no. We can't seem to get that in life, not just in Agile, but in life. We think we can do multiple things at once. And maybe we can for a little bit of time, but ultimately... We pay the price in quality. Something sacrifices. We sacrifice quality. Can't have that. Agile aims for high quality. So we need to maximize the amount of work not done. Saying no to things. Focusing on one thing at a time. And keep it simple. MVP. Focus on the small pieces. I have a, uh, I'm in a job right now. And they were transforming to Agile, and my team just was working on a piece of work, going fine, heading towards uh, when we're going to wrap it up, this upgrade we're working on. And suddenly the business says, oh, we want you to do this, which is fine. We would stop. Agile would say, stop on that one. It's not ideal, but okay, we'll stop. Business says pivot. And go towards this one. But no, they want to do this this new piece of work and continue with the upgrade. So that adds complexity into an already complex environment, right? They're adding another piece of work, which means the team has to split. So now we're going to have some people working on one piece of work, some people working on another piece of work. And both with different you know, so-called deadlines, but both priorities. And that causes, you don't want to divide the team like that. You want to have the team working on the same thing. So um, this is going to cause a little bit of heartburn or heartache, having two things going at the same time. But that's your typical project management, right? Uh, multiple things running at the same time, not focusing. So you want to focus on one at a time. Um, if anything else comes up on this team, we don't have room for that. Guess what? And if they, if we do and they want us to do it. We're not going to hire more people. Agile would not say hire more people. Agile would say get rid of the work, but the people are going to be asked to work overtime. If you're on a team like this and you're given more work, you're asked to work enough enough hours for enough for long enough time, you might just quit and go somewhere else. That's the danger. So keep it simple. 
do small slices of work. Oh, uh, this this uh, leads to WIP. Kanban has a work in progress limit. So this is all all behaviors, keeping things simple, not multitasking, not working long hours. This is all behavior driven aspects, principles of being agile. I could go on for this one. I could probably do a whole show on just this one. Maybe I will. So that was 10, 11, the 11th principle, the best architectures, requirements, and designs emerge from self-organizing teams. The new scrum guide for 2020, it came out last year in November, and it changes that word self-organizing to self-managing teams. So it's saying that nobody outside the team you may have a enterprise architect and things like that, but the best architectures come from within the team. The team knows the work. The team is closer to the work. What, who better in the company than the people closest to the work to come up with the architectures, even the requirements. Requirements emerge, even though we're given the requirements from the business. They don't know everything. Once we get, Once the team gets in there, the developers get in there, New stories usually, nine times out of ten I've seen, new stories develop over things that we need to be done because you just can't know everything. And design, I've been on teams with UI, UX people. Yes, they design it. Um, The business doesn't tell us. They may try to tell us what they want to look like, but um, we take it under advisement and let them know that we'll see what we can do. So that's the self-management, managing the new word in the Scrum Guide, self-managing teams that we, the team, are closest to the work and we are the ones that are able to best know how to solve the problem. That behavior, self-managing, nobody tells the team how to create an increment of value. Nobody tells the team how to work. The team comes up on their own with how to how best to work. No manager, not even the PO, tells the team. The PO prioritizes. The PO doesn't tell the team how to work. So number 12, the 12th principle in the Andrew Manifesto says, at regular intervals, the team reflects on how to become more effective, then tunes and adjusts its behavior accordingly. So there's that word behavior how we're going to act with one another, how we're going to get the work completed. Regular intervals. So there's, if you're doing scrum, this is, this leads to the first thing that comes to my mind is retrospective, but you also inspect and adapt during the daily scrum. You inspect and adapt, obviously in the retro, you inspect and adapt in the, the sprint review. You're collaborating with the business. The business can tell you, Yes, they like what you did, but you know, next iteration, let's do this. They inspected, they adapted, they changed. This is all about uh, inspecting adaption. It says at regular intervals, yes, there are events set up. Uh, you can expect and adapt every single day, all day long. Then you tune in, adjust your behavior, its behavior, the team accordingly. So behavior in retro, things come up. How are we interacting with one another? They usually have working agreements, teams do. Definition of done, that's when that comes up. 
in in that uh, in the retro session. So we're always looking to adjust, modify our behavior to improve. That's what it's all about. That's what at the heart is getting better, improving, doing things differently, change. There that is again, change, modifying our behavior accordingly. So those that can that concludes the 9, 10, 11th, and 12th principles behind the Agile Manifesto. So hopefully you got a lot out of those. Hopefully you can think about a lot of that and what it means to you. I would challenge you to ask yourself to reflect on these. What does it mean? What does each one mean? It's available out there. Just Google uh, Agile Manifesto principles and it'll come up and you can read it, read through it. And then try to think about, like I did in my class, try to think about if you're doing this, applying this at your job in your current role. And if not, how can you do that? How can you take it back to your, start off with your team and introduce, if you've never heard of this before, the Agile Manifesto, no one's ever mentioned it to you before. You don't have to be the scrum master of the team. You don't have to be the PO you can be any member of a team and bring it back and say, hey, there's something called the Agile Manifesto out there and I think we need to start applying it to our team and then say why. Back it up with why, the value. I never try to ask a team or a team member to do something without helping them understand the value behind it, why you don't want to do things just for the sake because I'm saying to do it. No. I'm a big advocate of it, but don't do it just because I said to do it. Uh, because I say you have to be agile. But do it because you truly believe in it. You truly believe it can help your team. That's the value behind it. You want to get better. We want to always try to improve even little ways to get better. So thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. I know I really enjoyed the series on the principles behind the Agile Manifesto. So this has been Greg. And as always, you can reach out to me, my email, gregmiller at theagilewithin.com. I have a website, theagilewithin.com, and I'm on Twitter and Facebook at theagilewithin. I want to get back to my beautiful day here. The sun's out, so go out and walk my dog and uh, stretch my legs and uh, get ready for the next sessions that are coming. So they're going to be good. A lot of good guests coming up. As a reminder, give me some feedback on any podcast that you listen to, any ways for improvement, any show ideas. I really appreciate that. And thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. This has been the Agile Within, where we help you to be more agile. <laughs>